Barley beer by the glass. Ashton stopped beneath an awning and shooed away a pair of young bootblacks who darted in to solicit his business. I know this Rosenthal fellow, unfortunately, well. Better if I do the exchanging. Have you got your money? Victoria eyed him suspiciously. It's a public street. I would rather not show my money here. He chuckled. I am intimidating enough, as you saw earlier. I wouldn't expect trouble from the riffraff, not on this side of Chatham. Look, there's a copper right there, the fellow with the truncheon and the blue coat. The fourth ward is safe enough from thieves this time of day. That isn't entirely my meaning. Do not be so suspicious, Maeve urged. Mr. Ashton is a gentleman. Oh, Ashton said with a chuckle. Is that your concern? that I would rob you? Well, I suppose if you'd rather manage by yourself. Victoria thrust out her chin. We are perfectly capable. Good for you, he said. But I wouldn't expect more than half what I could get for you. It's this door to my left. Ask for Mr. Rosenthal. He made as if to touch his hat and bid them a second good day. Victoria took his forearm and stopped him. No, wait. She glanced around one more time, then turned her back to the crowd and nudged him up next to the building while she took out the coin purse. It was heavy with silver. She'd been carrying it around her neck since setting foot on Daisy May. Most of the money was the result of selling her father's possessions in Londonderry, his pocket watch and chain, the brass-bound trunk, eleven books, a coat, four linen shirts, and a pair of boots. She'd also sold Mother's ring, her whalebone combs, and a locket that had once belonged to Granny Cobb. It felt like robbing the dead, and she had yet to spend any of the proceeds, having lived these past four years by long hours with a needle and thread. In spite of his words about the safety of this side of the street, Ashton glanced about as if to be sure he wasn't being watched, then took the purse and slipped it into the inner pocket of his coat. He turned and walked away in long strides. Not toward the door he'd indicated as being run by Mr. Rosenthal, but east on Chatham. It took two long seconds for Victoria to react. She was stunned, afraid for a moment that she'd just been robbed in the most unlikely manner imaginable. No, of course not. She'd misunderstood. Without waiting to see if Maeve would follow, she gathered her skirts and hurried after Mr. Ashton. Sir, she said, taking him by the sleeve, I thought we were going into that shop back there. He turned. Excuse me? Mr. Rosenthal's. Didn't you say? Do I know you? Please, stand back. He shoved her with his cane and turned away. It was such a perfect act that it even fooled her for a moment. He'd taken her purse and put it right in his inner pocket. Yet he'd seemed so perfectly indifferent that she had to glance at his face to make sure that she was speaking to the same man. She was. A thief. That was all. He'd studied the two women after Maeve blurted out that Victoria had eight pounds. That hadn't been him thinking over whether to get involved. That had been his mind turning over the best stratagem for robbing them and Victoria had pulled out the money and handed it to him. Of all the stupid things to do, she had put it right in his hand. 
Victoria grabbed his arm before he could make his escape. Give me back my money. Let go of me. What the devil are you talking about? She dropped her clothes and books. Give it to me. Thief! This man stole my money. Somebody help me. Ashton jerked free and made to step into the street, but Maeve had arrived. She grabbed his jacket and reached to snatch out the coin purse. He swung with his other arm and cracked her across the forehead with his cane. Maeve fell with a cry. Victoria came at him from the other side. They'd attracted a commotion now, and when strong hands dragged her back, she was relieved to see the broad, scowling face of the policeman Ashton had identified earlier. Lay off him, you, he growled. An Irish accent, thank God. He was a fellow countryman. Surely he would help them recover their money. This man robbed me. He took my money. It was everything we had in the world. We're just off the boat today.